and welcome to the to Vamp Housing, a comics podcast. I'm Cameron. And I'm Jamin. Uh, today we are doing our episode on the Avengers, which I would say is probably the biggest team in Marvel, like the most popular Marvel team. I'd say they beat the X-Men. I mean, you, you could argue biggest team in comics. You could, I guess. I kind of picture the... They're not my personal favorite team in comics, but they're up there. Yeah, they're. they're I don't think they're even my personal favorite team in Marvel. Honestly, I think like for me, they could even be my third favorite team because Fantastic Four is my favorite, and I'm always changing between X Men and Avengers, which is kind of weird. Like, okay, my, super my my um, with Marvel, they would be my favorite team in comics. I take the Ninja Turtles and the Justice League over them. I would, uh, I kind of, whenever I think of favorite teams, I kind of go with the group. Like, I, I always wonder if, like, uh, the Teen Titans are mine, even though I wouldn't say they are. I think, uh, like, oh, I like the most, I like the most Teen Titans stories compared to other stories for, of teams, but I think that's just because I read the most of them. But I wouldn't say they're the best because I don't think their stories are always like as high as good as they could be in another team. But going back to Avengers, well, we're into the pod. We are really good at getting off topic. (laughs) This could be the fastest we've gotten off topic yet. Um, We're doing it. I don't know about that one. I think we're do- I know I think we're doing this because of the of Avengers Endgame coming up and we're not sure when this episode would ever get up when the next episode we're doing is and all that stuff and also the trailers out and they're generating a lot of buzz right now and you thought this would be a good time to do it. So our first thing Yeah, I guess to make sense. Yeah. Um first one and they're also like a pretty interesting thing to talk about since we haven't done much Marvel yet other than that Spider-Man episode. And since the adventures are almost all-encompassing, it's a good way to, you know, to learn about our Marvel opinions. So our first thing is, how, when did we first come to like them or learn about them? Which is a hard one for me to answer. Do you want to go first or I can go? Sorry, what was that again? Do you want me to start off on like um, when did we first learn of the Avengers, or do you want, or do you, or do you want to go first? On your end, seems a little uh spocky. Here, I'll move around my... Is it any better sounding? Hello. Hello. Can you hear? Hello. Oh, I guess heard what you just said then. Okay, that's good. Okay. That was weird. So, anyhow. Oh. Uh, I suppose you can start, yeah. Yeah, so I know the... I kind of knew the Avengers under a different name. This is as far back as my memory goes. The first... Because the Avengers are kind of your generic Marvel team that isn't mutants, really. And... uh I'm not sure if this would be technically classified as the Avengers, but I'm counting. So when I was really little, like before I even started school, 
I had this like Spider-Man learning like device that you connected to your TV and it was him and a bunch of other Marvel superheroes. And you would just learn very basic things. I remember really liking that. I'm not sure if that was the Avengers though, but the next thing was an Avengers cartoon that was on when I was in like my early years of elementary school called Superhero Squad, I think. And that was definitely the Avengers. And I and I remember watching that and enjoying that. So I guess that'd be my first introduction to the real Avengers. Well, what was that called again? Superhero Squad or Superhero. I think that was. It. Oh, Superhero Squad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I loved that show. It's really like looking back on it, it has really weird animation and stuff. Like, and they had this game for the for the Nintendo Wii that was really bizarre. It was like a fighting game, but it wasn't really. And like, you could just make computers fight in it. Like that was a whole game of watching the game engine fight itself. Superhero Squad actually had like a lot of marketing and merchandise. I actually have. I'm actually looking at a. Uh, old Superhero Squad comic book that's on my floor. Um, poss- one of my first comic books was a Superhero Squad comic book. Um, I also had the Wii game and me, uh, like my whole family played the um, Superhero Squad online. I didn't know. I vaguely remember that. Like, uh, I think uh, I remember having an account but never really using it much. It was awesome, and like we had an update too, where it was easier to get heroes without having to be a member. Honestly, that was like possibly like my favorite online game I've ever played. It's down now; they've long since shut it down, which is very sad because I kind of miss it. But um, I have a tub in my basement, I believe now. I'm not sure if it's it's been thrown up now, but to my knowledge, I still have a tub in my basement of Superhero Squad action figures like small like yeah i have some of the toys too they weren't really action figures though because you could only move their arms i think but they were like we, really I, tiny things i there, um there used to be like these this line of action figures um that there were kind of like miniature uh like squat yeah and, that's what i'm talking about yeah like those yeah, yeah i had a bunch of star wars ones yeah, same. when i was when I was little, I loved getting them, and I still have them. They're in the drawer. I have a, I ha- you have some of the superhero squad ones, but m- like most of it is like a bunch of Star Wars ones that yeah. I still have. I ha- I I collect like I guess I didn't collect them because I just got them from my parents. But I remember like wanting every one of the Star Wars ones and stuff like that was. Huge. Yeah, I was so into them when I was uh, when I was younger. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't mind getting them still if I am. Uh, I saw them uh, if they still sold them. I th- I saw like a weird knockoff version of them like a couple years ago at Walmart. I think it was weird to see it because it wasn't really it. Yeah, there there was. I think afterwards there was a another version of it that wasn't as good. Um. Now we're talking about Star Wars. How yeah. the heck did that happen? That happened last episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll have just give a Star Wars episode. They're comics, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun episode to do. Maybe this Christmas. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I've never read any. Well, okay, I think I've read one Star Wars. I've read a few. Uh, I, I remember we, I read the first issue of the Lando one, and it was really weird. That's... 
completely off topic. So now we're on to I'm sure most people are know the Avengers film, and that's the movie. So we're going to discuss our favorite Avengers film. So whatever. Out, out of the three? What? Yeah, out of the three. Out of the three. Okay. Process of, if you want, you could include the animated ones, but I doubt that would be your favorite. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. I didn't even know there were anime ones. <laughs> they've been. They were. They used to be on Netflix Canada. I never watched them though. Oh wait, I think I did see one of them. I think the Avengers. Wasn't there were like an animated one called Avengers Assemble or something? Yeah, that was. What... And then they. And then later a show, but. Yeah. I remember that one being pretty good though. I think. There was kind of like um, almost Young Justice like. It was like the next generation of Avengers. It was like post-apocalyptic, whereas all their kids, and it was cool. Well, like actually, my introduction. Now that I think about it, I honestly misheard you earlier. But uh, now that I think about it, um, I think it was an animated Avengers movie that actually introduced me to the Avengers. Yeah, uh, I think I accidentally like skipped past like your side of what introduced you. I'm really sorry about that. It's funny how that how the conversation works its way towards that, anyways. Yeah, I got it. I probably I I had forgotten about that anyway. So I'm that sorry about that. My, I that wouldn't have been my answer anyway because I had forgotten that existed. So now we got the more accurate version. So, what is your favorite Avengers film? Um, that's. All three are, I mean, to me at least, I really, really like all three. Which, um, I had a hard It's hard to say Infinity War just because I don't feel like I feel like that's half a movie. Um, I feel like it's its own thing. I really enjoyed it, and it's one of my favorite, but at the same time, I don't feel like I'm finished. I have, I don't feel like I finished it yet. Like, I, I feel like I'm still digesting Infinity War, like, I can't yeah. Like, it, it was, it is the one and only movie that I've gone to the theater uh, twice. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, and I never actually went to the theater for when the first one came out because I was 12. And that was the age where I was kind of transitioning into PG-13 movies. Hmm. Um, so I didn't see the first one in theaters at all. Um the first one was probably the first PG-13 movie I saw, like, in theaters, I think. Because uh, I think my parents looked up on Common Sense Media and they thought it was okay. I remember thinking it was a cool thing that I got to see it. Yeah, well, I think by the time it came out on DVD, uh, we had friends who watched it. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, so... Because I'm trying to remember, I was... 10 or 11 when that came out probably 10 but i'm not sure and i remember see i was born in 2000 so it's really easy for me to remember oh because that's a lucky age yeah because i'm like oh it was came out in 2012 i was 12 so oh yeah so but i remember the great i was in like i remember the time of year i saw that and i it made sense for me to be 10 but if it came out in 2012 I couldn't have been 10. So I guess I was 9 when I saw it, but I don't think that's right. Simply, I didn't see it in theaters. Who knows? I don't remember much. 
Yeah, I don't remember what the age difference is between us, so. Um, so, and, and the thing with Age of Ultron, I remember, like, waiting for that movie for forever, thinking 2015 would never come. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, there's never been a movie I've been more excited to see, even though, I don't, even though I wouldn't, like, say it as much anymore, like, I, like, there's been movies I've been more anticipated, but. I just don't have the same type of excitement I had at the at the age I was when Age of Ultron came out. But I was so I saw it on the it was the first movie I ever saw the first night it came out. Oh um, yeah, it might be me too. But like Age of and like Ultron is potentially my favorite Marvel villain. I really in like Ultron. Um, just in like general. Okay, because I like Ultron. Just based off the film, I was gonna like be a bit. Surprise is I think he's good in the comics but kind of weak in the film personally. But compared to the comic, yeah, I think to make the film work, they kind of toned him down. <laughs> and I mean, that's saying something because he almost wiped out the uh, country and the world. So, but yeah, he was toned down. Um, they made him kind of silly, I think, like too much. Like when he said, There's art, there are no strings on me. Like it's such a like it's a silly thing to say. I, I still like Ultron in the movie, and I thought they really got a really good actor, uh, voice actor for him. He sounds um, cool, yeah. Which I was somewhat familiar with the actor already, so that was kind of cool, knowing, you know, who he was. Um, but yeah, so... And then Infinity War was, of course, huge. And it's kind of cool how the three Avengers films tell their own story, yet at the same time are interconnected by, you know, countless other movies. I kind of like, though, one thing, not kind of like, I, one thing I, like, kinda, that I kind of don't like, but I don't dislike either, is how for Avengers 1 and 2, you can watch both of them without watching any other MCU movies and pretty much understand what's going on. That was like some minimal explaining, but that's it. But to watch just the three Avengers films is impossible. Like you can't go from Age of Ultron to Infinity War without seeing any other MCU films and have and understand really what's going on. Well, I think it's definitely easier if you've seen. Um, you don't have to watch all of them, but it's more of like you won't understand some characters. Well, like, if you haven't seen others, like if you haven't seen Civil War. This is your introduction to. If you haven't seen Civil War or Homecoming, this is your introduction to Spider Man. If you haven't seen the Guardians of the Galaxy, make no sense about that. And Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange has only been in one other movie in the MCU. So, and the weird thing is though with Infinity War is if you're not watching, if if you didn't watch any other movies except for Avengers, you won't understand why Captain America and Iron Man hate each other. You understand why um, Hulk is back. You understand. Why Thor is in space? Like, there's so much you'll be missing. Oh, I was actually watching a... This, this reminds me of a YouTube video I was watching on um, the Captain Marvel movie. And it's basically a video that kind of... It's kind of like this series that makes fun of movies. And so they're uh, mimicking uh, the picks for it. You know, how the movie was picked. And then, so the one guy's like, wait... But won't people who haven't seen the other movies be confused? And they're like, I guess. Like, 
And then he goes, oh, I was just kidding. We stopped caring about those people five years ago. Um, which is kind of true. At this point, I think they just expect you to have seen the movies. Yeah, without watching Civil War, it's impossible to understand anything in the Marvel movies now, really. Civil War was, was a, a, a big one, I would say. Yeah. Maybe it's... I remember... Um, well, Civil War is almost an Avengers movie, really. Yeah, if you said Civil War is your favorite Avengers movie, I, I it's wouldn't. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, really? That's that's your favorite Avengers film, but I would say that was allowed because it it, it calling it, calling it a Captain America film's kind of like calling um, Infinity War a Thanos film almost. Okay, here, here's here's what I call Civil War. Uh, to me. Civil War was my least favorite Captain America movie, but my favorite Iron Man movie. Hmm. I can get behind that. I, I'm not like I can totally see that. I think I could agree with that. I think I like Iron Man in Infinity War more than I like him in Civil War. I, well, like I like Iron Man in the Avengers movies way better than I like him in his own movies. Yeah, I find Iron Man in, in, in his own movies is sometimes too much for me. Like, I can't handle that much Iron Man in one because he doesn't have that stuff to balance him out. Yeah, I think I kind of agree with that. So, uh, we've done um, a lot of talking about MCU movies here, but uh, what do you have any idea, like, or is it just two or three to decide between a favorite Avengers movie? For now, I think I'm going to say Infinity War. Yeah, I think now I can't I can't really say Fallout out Endgame could be horrible, but I think my answer could be if we did this in a month and a few days after Endgame comes out, mine could be Endgame and Infinity War to collectively. Because I think they'll go well together, like really well. I think maybe when Endgame comes out, we should just do an episode on the MCU specifically. Yeah. Uh, I hope I get to see Endgame, like, Thursday night or Friday night or Saturday. Like, I hope I see it pretty close to the wall. Yeah, at this point, I might as well go try and see it Thursday night because I won't be able to on the weekend anyways, so. <laughs> yeah. It just depends on how much schoolwork I have because some, there's some nights where Thursday night is... It's impossible for me to do anything because a lot of my classes revolve on stuff being due for tests on Friday. So it's made booking Thursday night movies impossible now because of that. Yeah. Um, my favorite Avengers film is sort of for me, it was like a process of elimination to decide. I knew it wasn't the second one, but. When the second one first came out, I remember my dad took me to see it on the opening night after waiting in line for what felt like forever. And I told him, that's my new favorite movie of all time. That's my like I was like telling him how great it was. And then he told me that in then one month it won't be. And I said, no, dad, you're wrong. It definitely will be. And he said how he didn't think it was that good. And it may not have been one month. It wasn't too long when I, when I realized how it really wasn't all that great. <laughs> I've, I've done that with movies. I think a lot of the times when I first see a movie, that's what I do. I think the one exception to where it actually stuck was The Winter Soldier. 
but that's a different story. <laughs> With the Winter Soldier, I wasn't. I, I liked it, but I didn't love it after I saw it. But after a while, I really liked it. But um, at first, I wasn't like I like it more than like when I first saw it. That's a movie that I could endlessly rewatch, like for real. Um, but after going back, to- uh, no. Okay, go ahead. Where you can go. Okay, for me, I had an opposite experience with Age of Ultron. I um I did like it initially still a lot. Um, but then I kind of realized maybe, you know, once it, the newness died down. Um, but then when I actually watched it the second time, because I wasn't so hyped up for it and I already knew what to expect, when I saw it the second time, I actually really enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, with Age of Ultron, though, I am... As we'll learn maybe some, in some other episodes, I've always been a pretty, not huge, but I've always liked the X Men a lot. Like, I, uh, depending on the time of day, I like the X Men more than I like the Avengers, actually. Uh, so I really liked finally having mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, even if they weren't called mutants or anything. I thought it was really cool to have Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in it, even if they killed off Quicksilver for no reason in it. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I don't know either. The, but um, I think they killed them because they were too scared of the competition with Fox. Honestly, like like with the X Men films. I don't really know. Ah, that's, that's besides the point. And I thought that that's a good story you liked it, and I also really liked it because unlike the first Avengers film, I found um, it got all heavy hero. Not every hero. Yeah, every hero got moments where they kind of got to like cool down a bit and like uh, bounce off each other well. Whereas in the first Avengers films, those moments where they were relaxing were based off of them fighting and arguing. But in this one, there wasn't as much of that. I, I really think I really liked about that when I first thought that I don't anymore, as I thought the action was great and I don't. Like the action, like like computer animated action for me in films, I just don't care about that much anymore. Like I'm kind of over it. But at the time, I really liked it. Anyway, so now it's like kind of on the lower half of my Marvel movie spectrum, I think. But then, for me, the choice is really between the first Avengers and Infinity War. Now, my answer may not be a fair answer because it's been a long time like over a year since I've seen the first Avengers film now and I've been meaning to rewatch it but I lost where the DVD is it for but I really want to rewatch it sooner than later so maybe it would be the first Avengers film but just due to I can't really give it a fair rating in my mind because I haven't seen it with the way I watch movies now to go to Infinity War and also just because Infinity War is a really, really good movie. Like, it's just a solid superhero film. And it does kind of play out like a comic book would. So it's definitely, in my opinion, a solid film. Yeah. So I guess we seem to agree. Yeah. Because that's pretty much my ranking. Uh, Infinity War, first Avengers, second Avengers. I think that's like... Almost a universal rating, like yeah. I, I always feel bad when I go with the universal ratings, so and kind of like, oh, why can I have been? Why can I have picked? Well, like wasn't basic. Like I hate saying Empire is my favorite Star Wars film. 
I think Empire holds up the best. Yeah. Growing up, my favorite was Revenge of the Sith. Same. But then, then when I got older, I was like, I finally see why everyone hates the prequels. I don't hate the prequels. Neither do I. I see their problems now. I've, uh, you know what? I used to love the prequels, then I hated them. Then I, then I did. Now I like them, or d- either don't mind them or like them. But one thing I think made me like the prequels significantly more was the Clone Wars, and we're talking about Star Wars again. Yeah, we should just do a Star Wars episode already. Maybe we should have the Bamboo Zing, a comics podcast, and a Star Wars podcast, like two separate podcasts. <laughs> well, we can barely find time to do this one. Yeah, I don't think I think we'd run out of topics to talk about Star Wars pretty quickly. Cause... I don't know. You, that's quite a wide. Uh... Yes, but my I think I think we'd talk in circles with Star Wars just because, oh, unlike one Kong, time, it has a linear story. One time I ran, I saw a podcast that was every episode was discussing a minute of every Star Wars movie. They started from like the Phantom Menace and the first episode was talking about the first minute. The second episode was talking about the second minute. And when I had seen them, they were like most of the way through Attack of the Clones. Like <laughs> That's crazy. I know, it's like, wow, I don't I, have time for that. But I think it's, respect. <laughs> I think it's crazy when people do podcasts on every episode of Batman and the Animated Series, because I've listened to a podcast like that, and I'm wondering, how the heck do they do all of that? But to do, like, a minute? I mean, Ike's creative, but I just don't have time for that. Yeah. Um, but now I think we've talked enough about Avengers movies and Star Wars. That we can talk about our favorite TV show, which is kind of weird because, well, I don't know if the Avengers, other than that one good one, what was it? Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes? That's supposed to be good, but I never really watched that. I watched a bit of it. Right. Did you watch that? Because you're a bit old. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did watch. Okay. I have like a definite for sure without hesitation favorite Avengers show. And I would say Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That like that isn't a running for my favorite superhero cartoon or show in general. Like if you like comic books, I think you'll like the show just because it actually does follow the comics somewhat well, especially in the first uh bit. I feel like this is exactly the exact opposite of our Batman of, of our Batman episode where I was talking about how much I loved Batman the Animated Series and you kind of haven't watched that many episodes and didn't really like it because that's how I feel about this show. I watched like I've watched max 12, 14 episodes of it maybe and that was when it was on Netflix Canada or on on demand while I was getting ready for school in the mornings. So I don't really have that good of an objective opinion opinion about it or even a, my own opinion like I don't have that much memories of the show I did I thought I just didn't like it. I, at the time I wasn't big into superheroes and I just kind of brushed, brushed past it like I like I don't know where I could easily watch it now and so I think I was just like a year or two off of really enjoying it well 
one thing that was really cool is if you go back to like the original Avengers comics, h- how they started their stories, kind of like what the TV show did. It's like, for example, um, in the original Avengers comics, Captain America joins the team in like issue four. And so in the Avengers show, Captain America joins the team pretty early on, but not right away. It's yeah, like it's the first episode, right? You what now? Was Ant-Man was in the first episode, correct? Yeah, and like Ant-Man and the Wasp, and like they, they started the Avengers team with the actual founding members in, in the comics. Because I remember when I first started it, because it was on demand, like, well, and I watched the pilot first, and I remember not liking it at all, because I found Ant-Man's ants gross. So, like, I have, I feel really bad for not liking the show, because I think I would, but I just don't really have a place to watch it or anything. Well, and like, and they have a great, they have a great version of the Wasp too, and they make Thor really awesome in it. Um, yeah, I remember liking Thor in it when I watched. They have a really good storyline with Hulk and how he kind of, um, you know, has that battle with himself. And like in the, I think I saw that. Like, was it like a how many part episode was that? Because I remember watching this very whole. Well. It was somewhat of an ongoing storyline. Um, I was just talking about, you know, how it followed the comics somewhat. And, like, in the original comics, Hulk does leave the team somewhat early on um, because of problems that he's having. And that's kind of what happens in the show. Is if I recall correctly, Hulk leaves for a little bit and goes off on his own. And then, they re- and then he rejoins the team later. Um, so... It was kind of like this subplot almost. And like for a little while in the middle of the first season, Hulk wasn't around. And then later they brought it back. And and um, some of the villains we include in the show are really cool. Um, and Black Panther was awesome in the show. Um, that was you know, this first was, introduction to Black Panther. Same. It's like this was, I mean, this is a long time before the movie ever came out. Because of this show, I was a big fan of Black Panther for a long time, way before the movie came out, which might be why I'm more skeptical about the movie than most people are. Um, so, so, my view of Avengers show, and it's not good, Like I, and this is just because I don't know any other Avengers show, is the show that we taste this show, and it's, it's widely hated online, but I watched it after, like, I was like the it was the target demographic I was like 10 or 11 at the time and it was just minus action that kind of mirrored the events of the movies like the way the characters acted it was Avengers Assemble and it was like I know for a fact it's not good like it's around the it's around as good as the current Spider-Man TV shows on is it called I'm not sure if it's called in the US but here it's called Disney XD and they're the same. yeah yeah it's called Disney XD here and they're the same quality. They're not good, but I like it because, well, it's what I remember one summer it was on Netflix Canada, and I watched the whole first two seasons and thought, oh my gosh, it's crossing over with Ultimate Spider Man, that other show on Disney XD. And it was my first ever really connected universe that I really understood because I watched every episode of them, and I just thought it was amazing. I thought that all the humor was funny, which it isn't. And it, but it's just a show meant for like ten year olds. Like that's all it is for. And it's mindlessly made. It's not good. 
I really liked it. So, uh, see, no I, kidding. I, uh, <laughs> well, for one thing, I didn't start off on the right foot with me. That was the show that replaced of like yeah. the first Mightiest Heroes. I remember. Um, sorry to like kind of barge in on what you were saying, but when I was watching it, I'm like, okay, I want to see other people online who like it. So I looked it up on like my like uh, YouTube or stuff, and all I saw was videos of people complaining about how he plays this better show, and. I didn't watch Earth Earth's Mightiest Heroes because I'm like, this is my show. I'm gonna fight for my show. I'm gonna this is my Avenger show. So that's not the reason why so I didn't watch the better show. But I mean okay. so yeah. And so I think I watched the first episode when it came out. Like I was gonna try it and I just couldn't get I think even later on I tried watching it on Netflix, got for like maybe ten episodes and was like, no. <laughs> um but, I mean, funny story with Earth's Mightiest Heroes is I had a friend who watched the show, too. And, like, the cartoon show was so good that his parents started watching it with him, and his parents got into it. Um, so I found that kind of funny, that even though it's a cartoon for kids, it's that parents started getting into it. And, like, his parents aren't known to be at all like that, either. That's what happened <laughs> Um, when I was watching Batman the Animated Series one summer, my grandmother watched it with me, and she really liked it, which I thought was weird. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, um, of course, I could see my grandfather watching that kind of stuff, just because my grandfather's actually what got me into superheroes and comic books uh, for the large part, because he, he like grew up when Stan Lee was creating the Marvel heroes, basically. You know, he grew up going down to the store or whatever and getting comic books for 10 cents. Like, he grew up in that era, so he was really, he was into comic books when he was younger. So, um, to him talking to me about that was one thing that kind of got me into superheroes. Yeah, um, well, it was kind of weird as I got, uh, this is kind of what you were saying about, like, um, like your grandpa liking comics. One time I was reading um, because I I've mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I really like the Teen Titans, and I was reading it, uh, Teen Titans Volume One, by Marv Wolfman and George Perez. I showed to my dad, and he told me that he told me he actively read the Teen Titans when he was like twelve or something. I think like well, yes, he was getting out of comics, and uh, so that was kind of funny because I didn't maybe I knew, but I just thought it was cool that I coincidentally stumbled upon a comic book series that he read and I'm reading it now. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, so I think we kind of talked enough about shows, but so I guess you kind of know how I felt now when you said you didn't like Batman the animated series. <laughs> like, I feel like, I think we both need to watch the, the other show now. Like we own yeah. ourselves. I, I think you would like Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So do I. Like, I know I would. It's just because when I could watch it, I was too stubborn to. And now I can't. Like, it's completely... No, I technically never finished it. I don't remember why. But I think there's, like, maybe four episodes that I haven't seen of Earth's Mightiest Heroes that I never got around to watching. So, now we're on to... Probably, like, I'll be enough. Usually, this is the easiest section for me because I read comics more than I watch movies or shows. Heroes are favorite Avengers comic. Are you okay if I go first for this? Or... Yeah, go for it. So my yourself out. Avengers comic is not an Avengers comic, strictly speaking. It is 
the Infinity Gauntlet, the the comic story that Avengers Infinity War game is based off of. I really, really like it. I read it once last year, and for a reason I didn't like it then. But recently, before this episode, I read it and I really liked it. Like it's a great comic. The art on it, I'm gonna look up the artist. I don't know why I didn't know this beforehand. Um, is like honestly jaw dropping at times. Like Thanos, every panel he's in is just amazing. Like every little, it is like it's not. There's some pages on it that I would call perfect pages. Like like that. Like I don't use that lightly. Like there's some just like truly great parts. Like there's one section where Wolverine saves a couple from this collapsing building because the snap like set off all of Earth, like itself, the balance of it. And after he saves it, like, thank you, you saved us. And he, and then he kind of says, um, I forget the exact wording of it, which I'm going to butcher it, but you should read it for yourself. If so uh, it doesn't matter. He's like, from, it, it, did I really do you a favor from what? Like, he's kind of saying, like, is there worth a world worth living in where you're losing half of it? Like, and there's this other great scene that I hope they do in the end game. Because the comic kind of like starts after the snap, like it, the snap happens right away. Like it starts with Thanos having all of the Infinity Gems, and after the snap, there's this great panel of Captain America in front of a monitor of all the heroes who are gone, and he's like briefing the team. You kind of get to see like it's like um a big missing poster. I thought that was really cool, and uh, there's sub numbers in it, and oh, I I cannot talk enough about how cool it looks. But the writing's good. Like it's just an overall great comic, and the art's done by George Perez, who is honestly one of the best comic book artists of the '80s, if not the best of that time. And Juan Lim, and it's written by Jim Starlin. They both did an incredible job, all three of them. Yeah, I'll have to um uh, throw that in the suggestion box, which sometimes I do take into consideration. I. I haven't read it yet, but I got All-Star Superman off of your recommendation, so you never know. <laughs> um, well, this one, I got it for $5 on a digital sale. Oh, yeah. The film came out. So just wait wait for Endgame if you want to get it and get it digitally. Some comics I find are hindered reading it digitally. I found this one was just as good. Okay, so for me, you may recall, as I just recently said about how my grandfather got me into comic books, and uh, he's one reason why I'm kind of nostalgic and why I like some of the, like, original source material, you know, like the Golden Age, Silver Age comic books. Because um, at one point, digitally, when I was younger, I read, like, the first ever Avengers comic book, Avengers issue one. And that... I haven't read a whole lot of Avengers comics, so it might almost be winning by default here, but I still really did enjoy it, or at least from what I remember, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I've read it. I don't really have remember it, but I think I own it because it was one of those free digital comics. Yeah. Um, I do remember the story somewhat. I remember it involved Loki. I think Loki was actually trying to get at four... And so he was using the Hulk. He was messing with the Hulks to get Hulks to rampage. And so 
um, when they radio signal for help, he guides the radio signal away from the Fantastic Four, who are like, you know, Marvel's um, top heroes of the time. So he send, he controls the radio signal, sends them away from the Fantastic Four, and sends them to Thor, who so happens to be on the same way radio waves as Iron Man and Ant-Man and Wasp. And so essentially that's how the heroes get together, is they're actually going after Hulk, who of course then they figure out who the real culprit is, and then they all team up to fight Loki. Um, and... But I'm more from. I, I remember the first half of the but more so than the second half. So, <laughs> um, I find um, the the art on that is really cool because I don't remember much of the story, but I do remember like how it looked. Like that cover where it's Thor, Iron Man, the Golden Suit, Hulk, and uh, was it Ant Man and Wasp? I forget. Yeah. The cover, but, uh, just a really cool cover. Well, you forget because they're so small that you sometimes don't remember something there. The whole, like, um, the fact that I find any first issue for a series that is that big now, like the Avengers, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, is, has so much to live up to. Like, now, like, even though, not to live up to now, but, like, to live up to... Yeah, so they're up to now, not at the time, but now, like, when people are looking back. So, if I was ever to, like, make my own comic book, which I don't think I ever will, this is, well, it's too, I'm not that talented, but uh, I think if I ever before, I'd put, like, a ridiculous amount of effort into my first issue, just because, you know, like, if it has any success, people will always be looking back at that. And if it's not good then you're potentially turning off thousands of fans. Like, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I can do, we can do an entire episode on comic books that I've made uh, for fun. (laughs) Yeah. There's, I'm kind of like dabbled almost in making a comic with a friend of mine. Like, but it's not serious or anything. The hard part is that I'm not the greatest artist in the world. Yeah, I am impossible at art, so that's why I was doing it with a friend who is actually super talented. But, uh, anyway, uh, that's besides the point. And so now we're really going at a snail's pace on this episode, but it isn't necessarily bad because I don't think we'll for the next two for the next few topics we'll have too much to say. But for this one, I hope we will, and that's why we like the Avengers. So, do you want to go first with this one, or why we like the Avengers? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. I think for me, a lot of it is nostalgia. Uh, I think a lot of it is the characters themselves uh, coming together. Um, like I feel like not true for one hundred percent of the Avengers, but for a lot of the Avengers, I like them best. As an Avenger, I'm like that with Hulk for sure. I'm I'm like that with Iron Man, um, and Thor to an extent. Um, I think the ones that I would say I definitely like on their own is uh, Captain America and Ant Man actually, and Black Panther. Interesting. 
right now they're having this weird Black Panther Avengers crossover special on TV where they're just going through channels runs. Black Panther has been like all of a sudden become like an A list character. Which I think is good, honestly. Like, I, I think it's good that you're having more myth, more like, because I would consider Black Panther almost like a mythology esque character. Because of the whole kingdom thing, like, even though it's futuristic, I still consider if you're a king, you're more of the mythology side than not. And I think it's really I cool mean, to have stuff like that in, since I really like that fantasy stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think Black Panther's a great character. Um, and I, I like that he is getting more attention now. Another thing I really, no, another thing. The reason why I like the Avengers is because I think the criteria for being on the Avengers is not that strict. If you ask me, like, if you're a Marvel hero, you can be on it. And that's why like, yes. it's always has been similar to Justice League. But even Justice League, you have a core seven. The Avengers, you never have really had that because there's very rarely a Justice League team that doesn't have. Batman, Superman on it. But with the Avengers, there's been tons without Iron Man and Thor. And at, at least modern day Justice League, anyhow. Well, because I, I, I'd actually read that like Justice League did start out like Batman and Superman were founding members. Yeah. But, but in the issues following like the first issue or two of Justice League, Batman and like Superman, 10 years or so. Batman and Superman didn't appear on the Justice League as often just because their own solo books were so big. Uh-huh. But that, they, that was really isn't what we'd consider the Justice League. Like, some people don't even consider their original Justice League Justice League. They usually, that's like the Golden Age Justice League, which I think is often like the Earth 2. Yeah. Uh, considering like the Earth 2 continuity. But we're getting off topic a bit. Like, the that's so what I like with the Avengers is you can have Wolverine, like the thing, even and I don't know, Spider Man, three heroes who are all their own cores and sub Namor or Namor. I don't know how to say sub Namor, yeah. Sub Namor is a character I wish I, I could see I've read more of because he seems like a really cool character. He's not my dad's favorites, that's how I know him. And like, um, they, so you have these four completely different heroes and they're all together and it's just so cool and like you think they wouldn't work but they work like there's no criteria they're like like over like they're constantly changing and that's what i like about it is i can get an a, two adventures comics published in the same span of three years and they can have two completely separate no overlap members i just find that nice like i like having almost a revolving door of members I think sometimes with big universes like Marvel and DC, I think one thing that really helps them are their um, big superhero team. Because I think largely that's how they connect uh, their universe in some ways. You know, like I, I find that true about DC is, you know, they have all these standalone books that are really good. And then the Justice League book seems to be what connects them together uh, a lot of the time. I miss having the Brave and the Bold series personally, like where it was um, 
Batman and somebody else, or even what became after Batman, kind of like for a bit, there was a time period where people where Batman fatigue kicked in, and it was just any two superheroes, and that was really cool. Yeah, I think I think Marvel used to have like a Marvel team up book back in the day. Something really cool. I have an awful, horrible condition. I have a comic that has Stanley's writing and Zach Kirby art, like an old, ridiculously old comic. Just called Marvel Team Up, where it's Captain America and Iron Man working together. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the same series I'm thinking about. Yeah, it is. I'm, I think there was one I saw that was like something like Namor and Human Torch or something. Or, yeah. Or it I mean, might have been Spider Man and Human Torch. I don't remember. That comic that I have, it's super cool. I've, uh, and it, it has holes in it. I got it for free because my comic store gave it to me. They thought I'd like it. Anyway. But it, it was it's an original. Like it's if it was in any good condition, which it is not, it'd be worth a lot. But it's just oh, a cool, cool thing to have, I find. Yeah, that is cool. But so that's the main reason why I like the Avengers. Uh, now we're on to one that it's kind of for for other times it's pretty easy to do because it's a solo hero who we know a lot of, but it's your favorite story across everything. And I couldn't really do that with the Avengers, I don't think, unless unless I repeat myself. So I guess since my favorite comics, Infinity Gauntlet, and my favorite movies, the thing that Infinity Gauntlet's based off of. So I guess that'd be it. But I think I would probably say I would say. Part of me was tempted, would be tempted to say the MCU storyline, but looking back, you actually don't get a whole lot of um, time with the Avengers actually together. Because if you look over, you know, the 20 plus films, only three of them have them all together. Well, four, I guess, if you throw in Civil War. Um, so I might would actually say my favorite would be the Avengers Earth's Mighty Hero storyline. Because you get more of them together. Also, just to be clear, because I've talked about Boba Fett on this episode, I significantly prefer the comic over the film, I think, for Infinity Gauntlet. I'm not sure if that will be true after Endgame, though. Endgame could change my opinion on that. Of course, I don't know when I'll edit this. Maybe this will come out by Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully, like I hope I'm able to see Endgame on that Friday night. Not Friday, Thursday night, maybe. That way, and you're able to do that way we can do the episode, like, that weekend. Which would be nice. Maybe when it comes out, we'll do, like, not a super long episode, but do, like, an episode where we just, like, thoroughly uh, review. Maybe we could even do, like, the first ten minutes is a spoiler-free review, and then we get into a spoiler review. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh and hopefully I see Captain Marvel soon. I don't know when. Probably next weekend. But who knows. I don't know how you'll react to it. Cause... I've gotten spoilers for it online. <laughs> that makes me less excited for the movie. Only I mean, spoilers. I feel like... I feel like since you are kind of this way to an extent... I feel like if you're one of those people who... Um, is, gets tired of the MCU. And thinks that they're all running similarly and you might not be the greatest fan just because um it is very pretty much uh mcu protocol i guess would be the word um oh, I think that we, and there are parts that are kind of predictable 
I'm worried it's going to be too. Ha ha, look, here's this 90s thing. Ha ha, look, here's Nick Fury and a cat. Like, I'm worried it's just going to be that. And, I don't know. I've seen the clip on that. Like, I saw it on Instagram, I think, of Nick Fury losing the eye to the cat, which angered me. Like, it made it almost like when I first saw that on like Instagram. I don't really care about spoilers. I don't consider it. It doesn't lessen my experience of the plot, but it does make me significant. I thought I'm not seeing the movie. I just can't see a movie where, where they do something that stupid. I really like to see it, obviously. Yeah, I'm still a little bit confused about that myself. And I think there might even be a continuity error. Because yeah, like, there's so. that scene in um, Winter Soldier, right? Where, is it Winter Soldier where Nick Fury's talking about that, how when he trusted somebody, he lost Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, I think in the Winter Soldier, I might be wrong, because I haven't seen it in a little while. But if I recall, they show a picture of when Nick Fury was being sworn in as Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I can't remember for sure, but I feel like he didn't have an eye patch then. Was is he director of Shield in Captain Marvel? No. <laughs> he, someone else is. And so if that is the case, then that would be confusing. <laughs> yeah. But Oh yeah, because I guess he's a rookie here. Um, but I'm, he's not I'm, quite a rookie, but he's not quite director of Shield yet. I'm pretty excited to see Fury in it because I like him. But I've also heard really good things about the scrolls in it, and I like the scrolls in the comics. Yeah, I like the scrolls in it. Uh, so now we're on to probably our our most loose section of the podcast and our last overall thoughts uh, of how they're being used currently. And our whole episode, we've been talking about Endgame. But I think formally, we should formally talk about like what we are expecting to see in Endgame. Because that really, I think, would fit best into this section. Yeah, because I mean, as far as comics, I have no idea whatsoever what they're doing in comics right now. So. I think Avengers comics are hard to follow at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I haven't followed Marvel that closely. Uh, the comics-wise. So I have no idea what's going on right now. Spider-Man. Really, I'm... Kind of following Fantastic Four, but I'm behind. So yeah, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I always get the vibe like they're starting to gear up for the next generation. What do you think? Do you think? Do you think Iron Man will survive Endgame, or do you think he's gone after? Do you think this is Iron Man's last film? I don't know. I thought that was um, the Infinity War, but was I wrong? I'm at the point where I'm not going to say anything for sure. Um, I feel like it would... I feel like if the MCU started with him, that maybe they should actually just give him a happy ending. Like, I think Endgame can be his last, but I feel like maybe he... Well, in an ideal world, it would be him legitimately retiring... And Mary and Pepper. Well, I think one of the three members has to survive and be the, not be fighting, but just be a mentor figure, like to the rest of the new, next generation. So I think either Captain America, um, I guess Black Widow, like any not not Hawkeye or uh, Bruce Banner, just because they're not big enough. I find or really Black Widow, honestly. But I think either Captain America. 
Thor or Iron Man has to stay alive or not and stay in the universe. So that way they can kind of like lead, be almost a Nick Fury to the next generation of Avengers. Yeah. One thing that's hard is that Chris Evans has already said goodbye to the fans and his contract is up after Endgame. And so whether or not he whether whether he dies or doesn't die, either way, I think Captain America's done in the MCU really after Endgame. Oh, if, you, if they really were, he wouldn't. They wouldn't let him say goodbye to the fans now. Like they would. I mean, you never know. They do just lie to us sometimes. Yeah, that's... like I think they. I think they literally said one time that the movie was not called Endgame, and it totally was. Like, uh... <laughs> I, I think I think they said when they. I think they were asked if the title of the next Avengers movie, if it was sad in Infinity War, and they said no. Even though Endgame, you know, actually is sad in the movie. It is? Yeah. Um, when Iron Man asked Doctor Strange why he gave up the Time Stone, he told him that uh, they were in the Endgame now. Oh, I remember that. Um, but I really think that uh, in Endgame... Uh, Captain America or Iron Man is going to die, and whichever one doesn't die is going to be really shaken up by it. Because I don't think by the time one of the two of them dies, they won't really make their peace. Like they'll still kind of be against each other. And I think they'll still hold their grudge against each other, but it's not be enemies. And I think one will have a hard time settling with the fact that the other one's dead and they weren't and they didn't make their peace before that happened. That's what I think may happen, but I don't know anything for sure. Do you think? Who do you think will kill Thanos? Uh, I, I'd say maybe they give the kill to Star Lord. He's dead right now, isn't he? I think. Well, I think he is, but you never know. <laughs> It has to be somebody who didn't go to the snap. Because the only people who went to space that are still alive are um, Nebula and Iron Man. And I think Nebula could kill Thanos. I mean, in the comics, Nebula is the one that defeats Thanos. She kind of defeats him. She takes off the gauntlet. Adam Warlock. Isn't it like a team up with like her and Adam Warlock? Kind of? He's the one who, him, Silver Surfer, and Thor. Do you, okay, now this is a theory I've going around. Do you think in the end credits we get any X-Men or Fantastic Four action? No. You don't? I, I'm holding over it. I think when we're seeing everybody in the Soul Stone or wherever they are coming back, I think we'll see one mutant, one, or like, I don't know, Reed Richards or something, some hint that there's going to be some new property coming in. Maybe a main drop, maybe. Yeah, I think we'll get some, maybe, like, even just as much as the Baxter building being shown. Like, maybe, like, in the repair for it, we see the Baxter building being built. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think that, which do you, this is off topic, but it's on topic too, which do you think they'll introduce first, Fantastic Four X-Men?
I think Fantastic Four because I think I think they have an easier path to rebooting Fantastic Four. Yeah, plus they've already introduced scrolls, which is usually more associated with uh, Fantastic Four. Um, So they already kind of have a pathway um, and a clean slate to do so. I hope they take the Captain Marvel coach and make Fantastic Four come out before Captain Marvel does. Like, I hope they're the prequel. Because, like, my dream situation would be for everything they get released from existence or something. I don't know. But I, I, I know it can't happen, but I'd love a Fantastic Four film that takes place in the 60s that is just really good. Like, I'd want a good Fantastic Four film in the 60s. That's all I want. It doesn't even have to be MCU. It won't happen, but I'd be really happy if that did somehow. I just would be happy if they made a good Fantastic Four movie in general. I love the Fantastic Four, but... Yeah, um... They're fun. Fun team. They're great. Has the first trade for their current one come out? I have no idea. It's... It's pretty good. Now, I am going to be... I'm getting a better job now, so I'll actually be able to afford comic books again. So, maybe I'll start catching up on some things. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm kind of like... Because, like, this year, I'm school, I've been way, way more busy. So, I've been, like, uh, missing out on some comics because I'm taking some courses I've been ahead. And it's been hard for me to do read comics like as much as I can. Well like I still have some comic books. Like I had some comic books from I gotten from the summer that I just recently read. Yeah. And now I have comic books that I've gotten for Christmas that I still haven't got to yet. Uh, I think the farthest back I have is Christmas. Like I think I still come from Christmas. I'm sorry. <laughs> also sorry if I've been like kind of talking Mixing some of my words together. Um, the way my braces are now, it makes it hard to talk for long periods. You know, apparently next year I'm supposed to be getting braces back on. Oh. Ugh. I was supposed to have my braces off last fall, and well, it doesn't seem like I'm ever getting them off now. I was supposed to get them back on. Like, when I got my braces off, it was supposed to be a temporary thing, but I got them off when I was 12, and I'm almost 19 now, so. <laughs> yeah, I I was supposed to get them off, like, summer, and I probably won't get them off till mid-fall, like, last summer, but that's, oh my gosh, really off topic, sorry, but. Yeah. Well, we are about finishing up, I suppose. But I just want to say one thing about like the end game predictions. I think one thing that I hope they don't do, not predictions, just like hopes, is I hope they don't put too much of a focus on Ant Man in it. I don't really I didn't like him in Civil War with the other heroes and I didn't like him in his solos. Like I'm just not a big Ant Man fan. And I Okay. And that, I I am an Ant Man fan, but continue. I know, and like that's all the power to you. I just find him he's too silly, like to be in, in in such a colossal event, if you ask me. Like, it doesn't seem like in a world where half the people are gone, to have this jokey guy really be a good balance. 
Um, one hope that I have is that everything that's happened in the last 10 years doesn't get retconned. I don't think they'd do that. I hope not. (laughs) That'd be weird. I think I do get the vibe that, like, they're shifting gears almost for, like... I I was thinking about it the other day, how, like, when the MCU started, I was eight years old. (laughs) And... Now the MCU is 10 years old. So the MCU is older now than I was when it started. And so there's a whole... Pretty soon there's going to be a whole another generation that's going to start watching the movies. And I almost get the vibe that they're getting ready for that. Yeah, they're going to have to like make an easy continuity. I mean, like, that's why I think they should like, not d- delete it, but kind of... I mean, like- the current some of the veterans who are in the almost be like seniors, like be like advisors. I mean, it makes sense to me to simplify it because, like, when I have kids and I want to show them these movies, uh, am, am I going to have to show them 45 movies? <laughs> well, like, I don't, do you think, like, well, the, I'm worried that the MCU by the time it's done won't die in a good way like it'll kind of like die out because people just get sick of it like i hope they have a good and and well, like i hope they have like a definitive conclusion well here's one thing though is that as much money as marvel makes at the box office i don't think they will ever stop until the money stops because they're like even if the, even the mediocre movies make a ton of money like, they almost don't even have to try to make a lot of money. I was, I kind of think that they're going to die the same way Westerns died off in the 60s and 70s. Like, they're going to have, they're going to be like, and well, that's, that's one thing I think is I figure it has to end eventually. Yeah. And then I think like and, in 50 years, we'll have like the weird superhero movies. Like, once or, once or twice, once or, once every other year or so, we'll have like a superhero film. Well, we'll I'm like, oh, superhero films. My parents used to watch that when they were younger. You know what I mean? Well, like MGU, they're sifting gears now. And I think sometimes when you sift gears, it's when you take risks and when you potentially lose your audience that you have. So I feel like they could even butcher, like if Endgame is kind of a transitional movie, and I feel like if that transition gets booked, that could be when the MCU starts slowing down. Officer Zam's a huge hit, and it's a and like Endgame, and people don't like Endgame. That'd be crazy. Like for a DC movie, you see in the same month time period, that'd be a bigger like. I don't think that would happen, but for it to be more well liked by the general public, Aquaman came in big. Yeah, like like what if DC takes the reins? That'd be weird. And then Sony's. Uh, it's still Marvel, but it's not the same Sony's uh, having universe. Sony had huge success with Into the Spider-Verse. And they had pretty good success with Venom. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that turns out. Endgame's either going to be, like, widely loved, or like it's going to be, like, really mixed. I haven't seen Venom yet. Uh, you're not missing much. It's well, your superhero film, like, it's kind of similar to a Hulk movie almost. Like, by not watching Venom, you're not missing... Like, if you've watched any other mediocre standalone superhero film, you've seen Venom. Like, that's what it is. Okay. 
Um, ah! There's a massive ant that was just on my arm. I'm sorry for making that noise. Oh. <laughs> it's me dissing Ant-Man. And on that semi-embarrassing note, the episode's going to end. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, stay tuned for what I think will be our next episode on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, thank you so much for listening.